Damn it. I forgot my timer. You want to get your phone out? Yeah. Your phone's right there. Yeah, but I have my notes on it. Oh, I see. Okay. Well, what if I had notes on my phone? Or wait, you can well, see I think that. You don't. Uh, yeah. You can also see that my notes are. Yep. On here. a oh, piece of papier. Stopwatch. Three, two, one, go. Yeah. Let's do it. We haven't been recording yet, have we? Yeah, we have. Oh, God. That's right. I mean, I, I have the time here. This, that's mm-hmm. just for you. Oh, I hope I didn't give away any proprietary information. I don't think so. I think that's No, you didn't say what. Vague. You didn't even say what you do at your that's work. True. That's true. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you work for the NSA. Work for the NSA. And you're trying to sell to China. And now that I've said that, uh, we're all going to get murdered. Yep. It's going to be fun. You included. You want to, like, turn off the sound on your stuff? Sure. Also, you want to, like, talk into the, like, end oh. of the, these end ones, of yes. Like, yeah. the bottom, like... Oh, where the little light is? Yeah, we have a new... Yeah. Uh, Microphones. New so it's going to be better. Well... Presumably better. It is better. These are definitely better sound. Yeah. You can't see them, but they're covered in electrical tape, yeah. which is always a great sign. Hey, it's actually not electrical tape. It's actually oh. just black duct tape. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. Electrical tape is is more fun, I think. Yeah. Uh, I ran out because I've been using it so much. Mm. And dogs are eating very loudly. Yeah. I don't think it'll pick up on the mics, though. Yeah. It'll be fine. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, this is how about I'm Jared. And I'm Kevin. Uh, and this week we're talking Once Upon a Time in the West, the 1968 Sergio Leone movie. Um, the description is a mysteriouser, mysteriouser, whoops, a mysterious stranger with a harmonica joins forces with a notorious desperado to protect a beautiful widow, widow, (laughs) a beautiful widow from a ruthless assassin working for the railroad. Um, and it stars Henry Fonda, James Bronson, Claudia Cardinale, and Jason Robards. Yep. Um, so this was my pick. Kevin, what did you think about it? General thoughts. Um, general thoughts. This is a this is a complicated movie. It's very... Um, I have a lot of feelings about this movie. Yeah. Some of them are very positive, and some of them are less positive. I don't okay. think any of them are negative, they're just more neutral in in overall f- in overall, yeah, know, tonal feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely an <clears throat> older film, and you, it feels its age. Yeah, it feels dated. It's uh, um, there's a lot of uh, dialogue looping ADR mm-hmm. that is not yeah. super well done. Right, it's very obvious, and like yeah. you know, it's, fine. it's also some of those people are like speaking either heavily accented. English right. with Italian accents or just Italian. Yeah. 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 They're they're definitely uh there's definitely some audio like oddities. Yeah. I would say. It's did you, like, yeah. D- did you like as watching it, did you uh start notice noticing them less and less though? Like the um, ADR especially, like did you stop watching people's mouths and you know, trying to match the uh, sounds you, to what they're saying? Yes. But then uh something egregious would happen and okay. then I would be like, Wow. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. And it would kind of bring me back and remind me that that was like happening like pretty much throughout the whole movie. Which like, you know yeah. that's that's just sort of how movies were done. Yeah. And still are done. There's lots of Yeah. It's, not, it's just a more polished Yeah. Um, we've gotten a little bit better, better at it. Um yeah. So beyond the audio, um I would say that like, you know, the first couple shot, like the first scene, just takes forever to unfold. Yeah, the um, uh, credits take ten minutes mm. to all roll out. Is that is it actually ten minutes? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was, yeah. It takes a very long time, and like, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but like, it's one of those things where you need to be in an okay headspace. Yeah. 
or else you're going to be just like, get on with it, you yeah. fuckers. Yeah. Um, it, it is a very long movie. It's almost three hours. Yeah. It's, it's 2.45. Like, yeah. 2.45. Uh, and I did not know that when I started watching it. Oh, okay. And then about an hour in, I was like, this movie is not going anywhere. Yeah. In a hurry. Yeah. And it, like in that, in a hurry, right? Yeah. It was going Purposely, somewhere. Pur- yeah. yeah. Yes. I mean, it's, I feel like it's slow, but it's a, con- that continuous build of. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, it's, it's not like a detriment to the film. Yeah. It's just part of it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it is very, very. Yeah. It's old and boring, Jared. <laughs> it's boring. <laughs> Nothing happens. Oh boy. And then uh and then stuff does happen and it's like, wow, that kind of Yeah. Where'd that come from? Yeah. Yeah. Um So I thought about this when recommending it. Would you have liked a warning about this stuff? Like would it have been nah, helpful? That's fine. Okay. I don't care. All right. I don't think it would have made my enjoyment any better if I yeah. or or any worse or anything. Yeah, it changed it wouldn't have changed no, anything. I don't think so. Right. It was, uh, <laughs> my dog is chewing on his treat very loudly. Yeah. But so loud. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. What about um, how, what are your opinions of the Western genre, sort of? And this isn't I, really true Western. It's spaghetti Western. Yeah. Have you watched any spaghetti Western? I have not. Okay. I've also not really watched any Western movies just in general. Okay. Um. I've seen, I've seen like stuff where people are like, "Oh, this is like a western," yeah, but set like a, in, like Wolverine, yeah, like or Logan. Logan, I mean, Logan. Yeah. It's like this is like a western, yeah, but it's it's you know more of a drama slash superhero film, mm-hmm. um, and I've like you know there's in like TV shows and stuff they're constantly like paying homage to westerns yeah. just because they were so prolific yeah like a, uh uh community did a western mm-hmm. themed episode yeah, yeah. there's um, other ones too but whoops that was your that fault was me this that time. was your fault Uh-oh. this time oh might be yeah um so yeah yeah no not a lot of experience with with westerns okay i'm struggling to think of any true western that i've watched oh i've watched uh butch casting the sundance kid it's okay. like a western right yeah yeah that's a western um and then now this one. I'm sure there's another one somewhere. Yeah. I'd have to look at it. Like, yeah, but you haven't like gone out of your way no, to no. check out the genre. Okay. No. Do I, Would you say that this it makes you more interested in watching another Western or in maybe another Sergio Leone movie? Um, no. Okay. I, don't think, I, don't think it, I don't think I would go out of my way to watch yeah. more Westerns. Um, or Sergio Leone, Leone films, but I also wouldn't like avoid them because of it. Yeah. You know, like this, like ge- in general, I, I enjoyed this movie. Um, and like, I can see that it was like crafted f- very well. Yeah. And there were like a couple scenes that I like, I really, really enjoyed. Yeah. Um, and like a couple elements that I was like, wow, this is so great. Yeah. Um, and other times when I was like, yeah, this is kind of dragging, I can yeah. get on with it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know, that's like, it's hard for me to like decide it like, oh, that's, like, is that just like a, like a remnant of the time, you know? Yeah. Is that just because this movie was made in the late sixties that it's played out like this? Yeah. Or is it because of, you the know, filmmakers, the filmmaker. choices? So it's like, yeah. it's kind of part of that. I mean, the mm-hmm. like sound stuff, like I think it's an actually a fascinating sound designed film mm-hmm. that like he takes a lot of chances and does a lot of interesting stuff like, you know, 
dialogue playing over other stuff or, you know, music just, like, mm-hmm. introducing a character as they, you know, burst onto screen. Right, right. And yeah. stuff like that. That, like, if he had the technology of today, I just wonder what he might have been capable of. Yeah. yeah. Um, it could have been something really cool. And then he was just hampered by that it was the late 60s. and Right. You know. Yeah, I mean, like, the introduction budget. of... of uh, What's the character's name? Charles, isn't that Charles Bronson's? Yeah, character? Charles Bronson, uh, harmonica. Yeah, a harmon- is that his, is that He just he doesn't name? have an actual. Okay, name. Yeah, yeah, harmonica. They just call him harmonica. So yeah. yeah, that's like an awesome introduction. Yeah, like it's just playing, and you think that it's like, oh, this is just the soundtrack of the film. Yeah, but no, no, nope. he's actually across yeah. the train tracks. Yeah, that, that's, that's like, and then it's him playing. Sort yeah. Of. Yeah. yeah, it's it's him playing. I think is there other music that accompanies it sort of? Uh eventually an orchestra kind of okay. comes in. Okay, yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, this movie in general I think um this movie would benefit I would benefit from a rewatch. Yeah. That it's, was my thought rewatching is I thought it was less long and slow. This is sure, my sure. third time rewatching it. Mm-hmm. Um and this time I feel like I was more looking for like, you know, film choices, stylistic mm-hmm. stuff and listening to the music a lot more. Um, right. Yeah. And it was lo- an easier watch. Yeah. There's a lot of like story choices even that I'm like, oh, this is really interesting, but I can't really think about it right now because something else is happening yeah. on the screen. Yeah. Um, that it's like slow, but actually the story clips along pretty quickly. Like it's not, it doesn't hold your hand with what's happening all the yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose that, I suppose that's true. Um, it does like, just because of how long each shot is. Yeah. Like that's why it feels so long. I mean, it's a long film in general, but yeah. like each shot lasts for so long that like your brain is kind of like, you know, we're kind of conditioned for each shot only lasting like three and a half seconds or whatever. Right. Yeah. And so now that like in this movie where it lasts, you know, like 30 seconds sometimes. Yeah. You're just like, oh, God, what's like your brain is like craving more information, but the camera's not necessarily giving it to you. Right. And so that's like it can be a good thing and a bad thing. Right. Yeah. And like. It can definitely end up being like feeling really weird. Yeah. Um, and I think it, a part of what that does is, I mean, and it's not technically coined as such, but I think the Sergio Leone or the Leone close up of that oh, it's yeah, yeah. super close on somebody's face, which is like top of their forehead, forehead yeah. to like bottom of their chin mm-hmm. and lingering on that shot or even right. like, you know, a pan and a zoom into somebody's face mm-hmm. on that. I think, I mean, it's a very distinct Leone style. Mm-hmm. And I think it also is something that leads you to uh, sort of think a lot more about the characters as opposed to actually experiencing what they're doing. Cause like, it's yeah. not a, there aren't, they don't have a ton of, like face movement or anything when that happens, but right, they also yeah. don't do nothing. Like they're not staring blankly. Right. There's like either music or dialogue or something else or like sound effects and stuff um, of kind of telling the story in other ways. And I like in that first 10 minutes when I watched it the first time, I was like, Oh man, I'm into this movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it's just like hitting all these buttons for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just like, how, who makes these choices? Yeah. Like the logical thing would be to not do that, to make sure, that, sure. you know, like two minutes of the people show up and then the train comes. Right, right. Like who sits there and like, so there's that guy who has the, who sits under the water barrel thing mm-hmm. and he has a water drip on him. So right. like that was a thing on the day mm-hmm. that Leone put that guy there and then the water's dripping on him and Leone is like, hey, we'll move you. And, he, and the actor was like, hey, no, actually if I sit here and I like make that my thing mm-hmm. and I like drink the water out of my head. I'm like, how cool is that? Right. Such that, a fun that in choice. particular actually made me write down, like, this feels like a comedy. Yeah. Like, because that, like, 
it's almost funny. Yeah. Because you know that they're waiting for something very serious to happen. Like uh-huh. they all like they come in and they kind of intimidate the yeah the um ticket guy. Yeah. And like they're just being like very threatening and stuff like that. And yeah. and then this dude is just standing under like, just letting the water drip on him. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah, and they all have like fun little vignettes. Right, like there's the other guy yeah. playing with the water, and then the guy right. with the uh, first with the uh, telegraph stuff, mm-hmm. and then later with the fly. Yeah, and yeah. it's like these are you know it kind of sets the mood for what the rest of the sort of desperado, mm-hmm. um, you know, writers with each of the gangs are, which is like they're just hired help. Like right. they're nothing. Like there are character moments with these characters, but they're not important characters. Sure. Yeah, so that yeah. like kind of begs the question, why would we have moments with them? But I think that mm-hmm. just enriches the movie for me. Like, yeah, it definitely, it, it definitely like builds. Yeah. Like, you know, atmosphere, atmosphere. Yeah. 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 And this is a very atmospheric film. Like mm-hmm. Leone has said that this is the film that he kind of always wanted to make mm. that he made the, uh, man with no name trilogy with, um, Clint Eastwood. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was like kind of more trying to be swashbuckler bucklery in a way, mm-hmm. like more kind of action stuff. And he was like, I want to do a contemplative mm. Western and this is it. Yeah. Um, and I really like that. Cause like, I feel like a part of the Western genre is like a very like, you know, Americana sort of patriotic mm-hmm. thing. And this really isn't that like all the people in this are pretty bad except for Jill, but yeah, they're kind of doing good things. Cause they're sort of doing good things because they decide to do them. Yeah. Like but they're also times. all murderers still. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they're murderers. Yeah. As opposed to like, and it doesn't buy into the classic white hat, black hat. Yeah, yeah. Um, it definitely doesn't. I mean, I think uh, Harmonica, Harmonica does a have white a hat. white hat yeah. and a white jacket. Um, And then the bad guy has a black hat and yeah. a black suit yeah. or something. So that's Henry Fonda. Do you know anything about Henry Fonda? Other than uh, that, he's, uh, he's Jane this, Fonda's father. Uh, he's in this movie. Yeah. So he was an interesting choice to be a villain because he had been usually was like hero. the sort of pretty boy hero. Sure. And uh, like even there's a story that he came to Italy with. Oh, he was in 12 Angry Men. Okay. Yeah. Keep going. Okay. Yeah. So he, I have seen him before. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. He's a pretty famous actor. Yeah. Guy yeah. of the time. But yeah. So he came to um, uh, Italy with brown contacts in. And uh, Leone was like, hey, actually, no, mm-hmm. I want you to uh, do this with your blue eyes. And I want people to recognize your blue eyes when I come. And, like, there's that shot where it's from behind his head and then it comes around and you see his blue eyes. Mm-hmm. And, like, to people at the time, that would have been super, rec- he, he was super recognizable. Sure, so, like, see sure. him as a villain who then murders a kid immediately after. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you think you dramatic. think he's not going to murder him. Like, yeah. I, I thought he was not going to murder him at yeah. first. I thought he was going to be like, yeah, we're going to take this kid with us. Uh, yeah. To be like our servant boy slash train to be an asshole like us. Yeah. And then he's like, nope. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. That guy's not very nice. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. He's, uh, yeah, he's, I mean, the but, worst but of the movie, worst. It must have been shot in black and white, right? No, it was, was shot it, in was color. Was it co- shot in color? Okay. Yeah. It seemed, I watched it off of Amazon. Uh-huh. Uh, and it seemed like it had been restored, but maybe yeah, it had it has been restored. It okay, was, yeah, um, okay. So like, th- this is also one of those movies that it when it was released in the U.S., it was like you know cut down to two hours or an hour sure, and a half or something. An hour and a half, yeah, yeah, which it ruined even, it, and then it I like flopped. Right, I don't, I don't really know how you would cut it. So they like cut the whole beginning part. Oh, they cut okay. like uh, a Did bunch it... of the standoff in the saloon place that they stop at. Okay, so that's like my that was like my literally my favorite scene. Yeah. So that's why yeah, people hated it when it came out in the US, but right, in Europe right. it was released 
uh-huh. as as it was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. I mean, it's like pretty. Uh, I can't think of how you could justify cutting it other I mean, than other like, than like you don't think audiences will be able to handle three yeah. hours in a theater. Yeah. But I mean, there were plenty of three-hour movies other places. Yeah. No. I mean, yeah. it's a bad choice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not justifying right. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine how how boring that movie would be and like yeah and confusing and confusing yeah. yeah it's already like like the plot doesn't like doesn't explain itself right away right like it kind of like yeah. lays itself out like a carpet yeah so and you like need to remember, remember like, yeah right, yeah you, you need to, to remember, remember like yeah we kind of spend the first about half hour introducing our three main guy characters right um and like the McBain stuff right right um and then after that you need to remember like you know, there were people waiting at the train for Harmonica because mm-hmm. Harmonica just like gets mixed up in this. Like he doesn't right, have any, yeah, yeah. and neither does Cheyenne. Like Cheyenne's mm-hmm. not a part of this. He was just used by Frank too. Right. He's just upset that um, someone was trying to besmirch his yeah. already kind of his, bad name. Yeah. But he doesn't want to be known as yeah. a child murderer because yeah. he, he won't do that. He don't kill childs. Children's. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, um, back to the beginning, uh, that opening shot, how did you, what, what do you, I, I don't know what I'm asking here. Hang on. Okay. How, what did you think of the sound design of that? That there's no music until that 10 minute mark when, mm-hmm. uh, when harmonica, harmonica starts like, playing, up. but it is, there's like the creak of the wind vein. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's the fly and stuff. Mm-hmm. There's the buzzing, all that mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. I really, really like that. Yeah. It's, it's again, like I, I like all that. Um, and I, I think it would benefit. It's one of those things that I would appreciate more upon rewatching it. Yeah. Because I generally don't like opening credit scrolls, and I'm like really glad that they've like completely kind of gone out of the way. Like, yeah. N- modern movies now are just like get to the story, let's get going. Yeah. Um, we can build atmosphere and all that shit later. Yeah. Or never. Who knows? We got to get more explosions in. We got to get more stuff involved. Yeah. And so, like, you know, each it seemed like each name got like 30 seconds or something yeah of just the name yeah and like so that's like as a modern viewer that's frustrating yeah um and it's harder to appreciate like the sound design but but it, you do notice it right yeah like like everything just sounds really good yeah um like the fly like buzzing around yeah uh and then it's clearly like fake at one point where they're like pulling <laughs> yeah. pulling it on the thing yeah and it sounds like, oh, that's cute. Yeah. yeah <laughs> but, I mean, you got to do what you got to yeah, do. Yeah. I mean, you can't train a fly to do that. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think they like painted his face with like sugar or something. Sugar water. Sure. To get to get the fly to yeah. land on it. Yeah. 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 Again, it's. Yeah. It's great. It's and, equal parts fun and frustrating. Yeah. And you could see a movie where they don't do that. Like that mm-hmm, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And again, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I appreciate this movie for making that for choice. doing that. Yeah. Because yeah. like, again, like it probably was much, much harder to do all that stuff. Yeah. 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 Um, let's see. Oh yeah. Uh, harmonica has a great line when they're talking about, uh, the horses and like, you know, did you bring one mm-hmm. for me? Yeah. Yeah. They're like, no, we brought three. And he's like, no, you brought two too many. And I'm like, oh yeah. man, that guy. Yeah. So I'm like, wow, that guy's a badass. Yeah. He's the best. He's definitely our hero. And yep. then like later on, he's like beating the shit out of some guy. Yeah. And I'm like, and he's like, like torturing him. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. Is, our hero is, is, is he our hero? Our hero is just torturing this guy. I mean, he is right. Like, yeah. 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 He's the hero. Um, along yeah. with, I mean, they took like, they took like bad guys and they made them into the hero. Yeah. They, they do heroic stuff this time around. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, 
they end up being the hero, sort of, because yeah. like their own personal motivations lead yeah. them to do so. Yeah, that it kind of shows that um, Frank's problem was that he tried to use these people, and mm-hmm. he didn't understand that they're maybe more dangerous and not the right people to sort right. of dismiss. Mm-hmm. Um, which I really enjoyed that, that it shows mm-hmm. like kind of Frank being a, like sort of Frank's arc is that he comes into his own as being the leader of the, um, not just his gang, but like the, trying to supplant the railroad guy. Right. And sort of like he isn't as smart as he thinks he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he kind of gets in too deep. Yep. Um, Immediately I, crashes down to yeah. earth. Well, I mean, Pretty quickly. Pretty, pretty, yeah. pretty, pretty I mean, quickly. he gets pretty close. He does. He almost yeah, gets yeah. all the land and everything. He, he almost, he almost wins out. Yeah, but yeah, you know. and also that, like, the idea that Harmonica and Cheyenne are only helping out because of their honor. Like, I mean, <laughs> Harmonica wants to kill Frank. Yeah, he wants to kill him the right way. Pretty much but, his only uh, motivation. Yeah. And Cheyenne's like, "You used my dusters against me." Yeah, and yeah. I, I like my dusters. My dusters. Yeah, you. Besmirched my dusters' names. Yeah, and then and then the woman Jill is just just sort of there. Yeah, and that character is really interesting to me. Yeah, like that that reveal where you're like, oh, she was a, a prostitute in New Orleans. Yeah. yeah, and then like, I'm not really sure what that did to the character or like, because again, I'd have to like rewatch it and like, yeah. kind of figure out like, the scenes early on where, like... I mean, she doesn't even get to spend time with her husband. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, she met him in Right, right, in Louisiana. New Orleans. Yeah, right, I mean, but, yeah. yeah but not, yeah. like, in, a, in the movie. You know, we don't get to right. see them interact at all. Yeah. Um, And so, like, it's all sort of, like, thinking back on, like, yeah. what sort of character he was and, yeah. like, his children. And then he's bringing, mm-hmm. like, this woman. Yeah. And, like... Yeah. That's but I think, th- like, that, that gets dynamic. sort of... I mean, the there's that kid who says, like, she's not my mother when mm-hmm. he calls yeah, her yeah, that. Yeah. Um, right, but like that yeah. sets up a little bit sort of that dynamic, but it isn't like that. That isn't the full focus of sure. Sure. There's it's it's a different story that this movie is telling. Yeah. yeah which yeah. is about, you know, the brutal murder of that family, which also, yeah. you know, that family gets murdered, you know, yeah. 15 minutes in 20 minutes in maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was like horrible. Yeah, that was pretty sad. Yeah. Very uh, upsetting. They just murder. Yeah. The girl and then yeah. they murder the. But also a great set of tension filmmaking, like mm-hmm. the cicadas or whatever. I think those are cicadas, aren't they? I think or they're probably they... just crickets. Oh, crickets. Okay, yeah. whatever. But there's they the sound stop. of the yep. bugs. They stop once, yep. and everybody like looks around, and then nothing happens. And then they right. stop again, and then you know, and like he like... goes and he looks at uh, Mr. McBain goes and mm-hmm. like looks at birds or something like that. Yeah. Then he hears that shot ring out, and he like mm-hmm. looks around, and he's like, "What?" And then it's his daughter. And then he yeah. there's a very dramatic. Uh, run tracking shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's really good. And mm-hmm. he gets like shot a bunch of times during that. Yeah. That was brutal. Rip. Yeah. Yep. And then, uh, yeah. So then when they, uh, uh, well, yeah. Okay. My other point of that is that again, you can either have like nobodies who are just a bunch of bodies that we happen upon. Like you could have shot this as Jill just shows up and there are a bunch of bodies and she's like, this was the family I was supposed to, be married into and they're sure. all dead and stuff but it takes the time to show all of this and you know frank's um gang sort of whole plan and that stuff yeah um Such yeah. a great plan yeah i mean it's an okay plan <laughs> uh so but yeah but then when frank comes up and he has that big reveal mm-hmm. uh which i also really enjoyed um he says or uh, one of his friends not really his friends one of his one lackeys yeah says uh what are we gonna do with this one frank 
And then he like looks around at him really mm-hmm. slowly and he says, now that you've called me by name mm-hmm. and he smiles and then there's a Guns one shot the of the kid. gun. Yeah. Yep. Great. So good. Love that tragedy. Love that murder. <laughs> yeah. Some good it's murdering. A, it's a, it's quite the murder. Yeah. Yeah. And then Jill arrives on the train. Yep. Um, and she does that thing of like, uh, I don't remember who was saying it. I think it might've been, um, who's the guy from Firefly, the main guy from Firefly. Malcolm Reynolds is the act is the yeah. character's name. Um, oh boy, we've ground to a halt here. Uh, but anyways, some actor, and it may not have been him, but I was <laughs> listening okay. to a uh, an interview where okay. an actor is like, uh, "Oh wait, no, it was in Oh Hello, um, um, the uh, movie version of Oh Hello on Netflix." Do you know I that? Seen it. Okay. Well, Steve Martin is on, and he talks okay. about how when you answer a phone, you should always be acting the opposite way of the news you're going to get on the phone is. Sure. And she sure. does that thing of, like, she's really happy when she gets right, off the yeah, train, yeah. and then she gets really sad. Right. Um, and I thought that was funny, knowing that little tidbit. But sure, also, right. it was effective. That I mean, yeah, she would be happy, because she finally right. gets to, you know, not be a prostitute anymore. And right, right. Marries this nice guy, and is going to be a part of this nice family and this nice place, mm. and maybe get rich. Well, she thought he was rich to begin with. Yeah. Which is like technically not untrue. Yes, it's not untrue. He was just rich in a different way. He didn't have little yellow circles like everybody thought. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he yeah. his land had more value than yep. previously thought. Um, yeah, and then so also her song plays right when she arrives, mm. um, and it's a very haunting. Like it has a solo mm-hmm. woman's voice over the top of. Uh, some keyboard. I think it, I don't, I mean, it, I don't think it's, I wrote down harpsichord, but I think maybe it's a harp actually that mm. plays her theme. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the music in this is really, really good. Yeah. It's uh, Ennio Morricone again, um, who worked with Sergio Leone on all that stuff. Like he's most mm-hmm. famous for the whole whistling um, theme of the good, the bad and the ugly. Oh, okay. Um, which I'll drop right here as a sure. sound bite. No, I won't. I can't do that editing. You could if you spent time. Yeah. <laughs> That's too much work. To. We're too go, lazy. go look it up. You've got yeah. YouTube. Yeah, I mean, you know what you, it you is. You know what it is. But I think this score is his best score, actually. I like oh, yeah? this the best, yeah. Because it's also filled with a bunch of light motifs mm-hmm. of that every character gets a musical mm-hmm. um, sting. Um, and it's really good. I really like it a lot. Like, in, in particular, there's a... Um, um, there's a guitar sting of somebody's um, theme. I can't remember where. It's somewhere in my notes here. Um, but any, anyways, as somebody gets introduced, oh, I think it's Cheyenne. Mm-hmm. Maybe as he mm-hmm. enters the saloon, mm-hmm. there's like a guitar sting as he enters. Yeah. Maybe. I don't remember. Maybe not. I, I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Again, this movie, like, even when I was watching it, I could tell that it was very, like, a lot of things going on that, yeah. like, you can't really pick up when you're just trying to, like, figure out what's going on. Yeah. Um, like, yeah. all this stuff, like, in the background, like, different, like, musical motifs and stuff, it's hard to, like, fully pick up on and remember. Yeah. Um, first time you're watching something. Yeah. But. Yeah, the soundtrack is a good listen all on its own. Yeah, it definitely was. Like, yeah. Again, the harmonica is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And I really like Jill's theme a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very um, melancholy. Melancholy, yeah. I wrote that down. Nice. Yep. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, let's see. Uh, yeah. So then they're headed to the place to see all the dead bodies on the picnic tables. How'd you like that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was kind of that was kind of clowny. Yeah. Uh, like it was very sad. Um, yeah. Because it was like it was a shot of people's faces. Right. And yeah. It's a the reveal of yeah, and like the we kind of know what's, what's going to. Yeah. I didn't think they were yeah. going to be on a table. But before but. that, there's a great match cut between um, uh, the saloon owner who's like has a head-on shot, and then Jill like looking horrified. Mm-hmm. It's just like a, a straight cut to her. Right. It was really great. I I, I really liked that. Really liked it. Yeah, it's good. I enjoyed it a lot. I really really like this movie. <laughs> yeah, it's. I can see why. Um, yeah. Again, there's lots of like filmmaking stuff in it mm-hmm. where like it's very fun if, if you notice all those things yeah yeah um let's see uh let's see harmonica when they meet for the first time cheyenne and harmonica in that saloon place mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um harmonica says uh i saw three of these dusters a short time ago right they were waiting for a train inside the dusters there With were three, three men, men. yeah so Inside the men, there were three bullets. Mm-hmm. It was just great. Like, it was, it was, I really like Charles Bronson for whatever reason. Like, I, I really liked him in um, uh, The Great Escape mm-hmm. was, I think, the only other place that I've seen him. Mm-hmm. But I think he was great in this role. Yeah, no, he he was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, all the right, actors right. are yeah, really yeah. good. But him, but, uh, him in particular, like, yeah. he was, like, kind of... He, he, you never could... I never could quite get a read on him. Yeah. Like, he shows up and he kills those guys. And you're yep. like, oh, he's the good guy. Yeah. Because he killed those guys. Yeah. Because uh, those guys were weird looking and kind of mean. Yeah. But then, like, in the... Later on, like, he's just playing his harmonica outside of Jill's, like, house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's just, like... Yeah. Just to be creepy. Yeah. Like, yeah, just to, yeah. like I don't know why he's doing that. Yep. I mean, <laughs> and then like, he well, should... he's like standing guard over her, but he could sure. have just said like, there are people out to kill you. Right. Yeah. Didn't have to just blow his harmonica in the middle of the night. Right. But to scare the bejesus out of her. Right. Just like just scare her. And then, yeah. and then after like Cheyenne and his men leave, like he's just in her barn. Yeah. And then he like, kind of like, like pushes her around. Yeah, he like assaults her. Yeah, really. like he strips her of her clothes, which I didn't realize. Do you realize? I mean, the reason that he did that was to distract the gunmen who were waiting outside. Oh, okay. If she was like a little bit more exposed, sort of. Right, I mean, right. at least then that's they... what I think it is. Sure. Okay. But at the time, I was like, "Why is he?" Right. I, I don't I... understand. Yeah, he's like, "Why is he? Why is he doing that?" Yeah. There's no real. I mean, yeah, maybe again. Yeah. You have to. I'd have to watch it again to yeah. see like their reaction when she like walks to the well. Yeah, I think they're just like, "What is? I don't understand what's going on. We're here to kill this lady." Sure. I didn't know it was a pretty lady. That sure, changes sure. things. Right. Right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, know. he just uses her for bait to, yeah, uh, to kill these to guys. Kill those guys. Yeah. And <laughs> it like it doesn't seem like he really cares about her exactly. Like I mean, I no. think he does, I'm, but. I think he does only because, like, he has that personal vendetta against Frank. Yeah. And she was wronged by Frank. And so now he's like, well, I mean, yeah. I can just kind of kind of ball that into my own personal right. vendetta. Right, and that Frank appears to have some connection to her. So right, he's yeah, going to yeah. use her for bait. Yeah, yeah. Um, to, to get Frank. Right. But then also, like, he does go off on the side quest to, you know, uh... 
Well, not really. Yeah, he does. He goes to the train to find Frank and kill him. Right. Yeah. But and it's all, all tied to yeah. his personal. He vendetta. does. Yeah, he does build. He does tell the people to build the station. Yeah, he does tell the people to build this. He figures out the. Yeah. McBain, Brett McBain's plan. Yeah, which um, is that uh, he has the only water yeah. outside of um, Flagstone. Flagstaff, 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 I think. Yeah, one of those. Flag something. Yeah, in Arizona. Um, sure. And so that he wants to build a town called Sweetwater. Mm-hmm. Um, is that a real town in Arizona? Uh, so that is the town in Westworld. That's what the town in Westworld is named after. Oh, because of this movie? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. So that's how I discovered this movie. I didn't say, oh, okay. but uh, with the creators of um, West, Westworld, Westworld yeah, gave an interview and they said they had a list of like the Westerns or mm-hmm. sci-fi movies that inspired them. Right. And this was one of the movies. And they said like specifically this inspired uh, the main blonde lady. Uh, I want to say Rachel, but I'm pretty sure that's the actor's name. Yeah. I know who you're talking about though. Yeah. Uh, Dolores. Yeah, Dolores. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the character of uh, Jill inspired Dolores a lot. Of like, hmm, okay. That she's like, could be a damsel in distress, but mm-hmm. isn't a full damsel. Like, she does have agency over her own choices and mm-hmm. you know, chooses to stay and fight. Like, but mm-hmm. also doesn't all it doesn't go the other route of like picking up a gun and learning how to shoot. Right. Like, she just kind of stands in defiance and tries to do the right thing and mm-hmm. kind of endures it all a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, which I uh, enjoyed. I really like Claudia Cardinale. Have you watched mm-hmm. the original Pink Panther movies? Uh, yes, but like, you know, 15, okay. 15 years ago yeah. or something. I was very young. Yeah. She plays the uh, princess in the first one. Sure, sure. Yeah. I was okay. like seven. Uh, that's fair. <laughs> it's not something that I <laughs> keep in my brain. Yeah. Yeah. Filled with other garbage. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So the guy that uh, Harmonica confronts at the, I think it's a like a clothes washing. Yep. Depot or something. Uh, mm-hmm. His name is Wobbles, which I didn't catch the first time. I thought he didn't have a real name, but his name is Wobbles. Huh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> yeah. Pretty silly. <laughs> And he also he also wears suspenders and a belt. Yeah, yeah, that's great. <laughs> that was funny. It's a great bit. I mean, not a bit, but a great no, yeah, uh, it's a yeah, great little detail. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> um. Let's see. Yeah. So yeah, in terms of the plot, it turns out that uh, Harmonica knows that Frank faked Cheyenne's hit of yep. the McBains. Yep. And so that's why all of them. How does, are how does he figure that out? Because of the dusters. So like when the townsfolk. Uh, go sure. and form their posse. They right. like see a bit of the duster of right, Cheyenne's right. gang, and so mm-hmm. Cheyenne's men mm-hmm. uh, are the only people that wear those dusters. Mm-hmm. So it's like the clue, and so they go out and try to kill him. Mm-hmm. And then Cheyenne's like, "Hey, that's not cool, guys. I want to figure out what's afoot here." Right. So he like. So how does Harmonica figure it out? Oh, was he like because Harmonica was at that saloon, and he knows how Frank operates. How Frank, Frank operates? operates, yeah, because he's been following Frank. Oh, right, yeah, right. He's yeah, hunting for yeah. Frank, so he mm-hmm. knows his methods. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that's just the explanation. It's not sure, clear sure, sure. exactly, mm-hmm. but I think, yeah, like that's why he confronted um, Cheyenne, Cheyenne when he first okay, comes in because yeah. those guys were wearing dusters of his. Right, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was like, why? How did he figure that out? <laughs> yeah, but that's why that again. saloon scene is important. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. because it. First off, tells Jill and also Harmonica that those 
people who are those dusters are a part of Cheyenne's gang. Right. But also it tells us, like, without a doubt that Cheyenne was in the custody of uh, uh, the police or whatever, sheriffs or whatever. Right, during the during time of the time. murder. Yeah, because he just escapes yeah. um, to go into the saloon. Yeah. So that his, his posse can, can rescue him. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. I yeah. like that trope of, like, posse members being real dum-dums. Who just yeah, like they're, they're like can shoot good, maybe not even. They're just yeah. sort of there yeah. and like <laughs> they're yeah, just there to pad the numbers, right? Yeah, yeah, to soak up some bullets. Yep, yeah, that was great. And like, also, we don't get attached to any of them. Like, we don't learn no, any I of their think... names. Like, none of them have more than a couple of speaking lines. Right. Yeah. Like, there's that when they're uh, when Cheyenne is uh, carted off to Yuma. Like, mm-hmm. they're those two who buy the tickets. Right. <laughs> I just thought that was like very silly. Mm-hmm. We don't know anything about these guys. They're just there to help. Two Cheyenne. tickets to the next station, please. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> so much fun. Um, let's see. Do you have any moments you want to talk about? Anything? Uh... Mm. Again, my favorite moment was the one in the that like laundry place yeah, with where laundry he... slash bar. Yeah. Um. Yeah, where he tries beginning. to strangle that. Uh... No, yeah, where he tries to, but, but, you know, before that. When, oh, like, yeah. When they, when they come, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. And, like, because yeah, like that, that scene is, like, wonderfully tense yeah. in, like, the best possible way. Yep. Where, like, you're kind of on the edge of your seat. Like, yeah. you think, like, oh, God, are they just going to, like, start shooting at each other for literally yeah. no reason? Yeah. Because they both, like, seem, like, well, we've seen Harmonica murder people. Yeah. And then, like, Cheyenne we know just Cheyenne, feels dangerous. Cheyenne feels dangerous, and we know he just escaped from... Yeah. Also, custody. I like how they did that. That we they didn't yeah. show. They that. didn't show the shackles until he gets to the bar. Yeah, and yeah. they didn't even show him like escape or anything. We hear right, all yeah, of yeah. that over mm-hmm. him. Like that's another sound design thing. Like sure, those sure. are pretty cool. Yeah, and he just kind of he just kind of walks in. And yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. yeah, I liked it a lot. Yeah, that scene was really fun. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's a great shot in that of when he like when Cheyenne slides the uh, lamp lantern thing mm-hmm. down. Mm-hmm. There's a great shot of the swinging light as you see. Yeah. Um, Harmonica's face in the right. gloom, and then in the light, and then the gloom, and then the light. Mm-hmm. It was great. Yeah, yeah. Um, how do you, how do you feel about the ending of the film? Uh, I a- thought it was pretty good, actually. After like, just like the, um, how Jill is like, I'm not really sure of her, like what she actually wanted at the end of the movie. Yeah. Well, I guess I think she just wanted to do Brett McBain's plan. plan? Yeah, and yeah. Just live kind but of like, quietly there. Sure, but like, did she want? Um, because uh, what's his name? Cheyenne is like, like he's not gonna hang out here with you. Yeah. So yeah, that was the question that like it seems like the our two bandits, Cheyenne and um, uh, Harmonica, Harmonica mm-hmm. are like kind of romantically linked to her. Sure, like, a have, like, little bit. Right. Like, at least in the context of she's the only lady in this movie. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they're both men. They're both men, yeah. Yeah. Who are, like, significantly older yeah. than her. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean, it's, it's the, the 60s. 60s. Again, yeah. it's very dated, you know? Yeah. Like, right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, yeah, so it seems like, I mean, she does have a legit connection kind of with Cheyenne. Right. Especially when he comes to her house that first time and, like, the right. whole recurring the, coffee thing. Yeah, they, like, build a rapport sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, they seem to know, they seem to at least understand each other. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. he has a weird line when he's leaving. He's like, you remind me of my mother. She mm-hmm. was the biggest whore in Alameda. And, and then, then we learn the later. The nicest lady. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. But like also, yeah, so that is both showing him as a very perceptive character and also her as kind of like, she doesn't like, she's not submissive, but she's also not confrontational in any way. Yeah, Exactly. Like directly confrontational. Like she just kind of endures the storm and ends up at the end kind of persevering. Yeah. She's very flexible in that manner where it doesn't really matter what asshole is like trying to intimidate her or yeah. Cause she also, I mean, she does have that great, great, uh, speech about like, you know, if she gets raped or whatever, Mm -hmm. she'll just, you know, wash it off Mm -hmm. and continue on her day, which I thought was like sad. Yeah. Also kind of, Kind of empowering in yeah, a strange way. Yeah, empowering, mm-hmm. yeah. especially for the time, I think. Yeah. Um, but also as, like, in and in terms of, like, a Western narrative, mm-hmm. like, I mean, there are so many women in Western narratives anyways. Yeah. And to have her as a, our hero, because, like, she is the true hero, really, of sure. this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's an interesting kind of turning of, on its head mm-hmm. of that, uh, the genre, in, in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, what do you think of, uh, so, uh, they follow, so Wobbles eventually gets scared into going back to Frank and then, yep. uh, both Cheyenne and, uh, Harmonica follow him there. Yep. Harmonica gets caught and is like, you know, tied up and Frank wants to know who he is. And he has a great bit of, he starts naming the names of Frank's victims. Yeah. Frank, yep. yeah. Um, but then, uh, it turns out that, uh, uh, Cheyenne is also there. Yeah. He's, he's under hiding the under the train. Yeah. Yep. Which is why Wobbles dies. Yeah. He gets, uh, he gets his one suspender shot off, the other suspender shot off, and then his belt shot off. Which <laughs> yeah. is a great, uh, tag to that little, uh, humorous <laughs> yeah. joke. Um, yeah. So, but then, uh, eventually, um, Frank leaves and then uh, Cheyenne has to rescue Harmonica. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so he like plays a game of cat and mouse with all these guys, but the last, yeah. the final kill, yeah. he gets him with a gun in a boot dangling yeah. in front of a window. <laughs> yes. That was great. I really like that so much, but also yeah. how could he, he couldn't, he couldn't see him. He couldn't see him. Yeah. He just knew he was there. Yeah. Also like when you put your, hand. Okay, yeah. I think so the you, mechanics of that wouldn't like, work. Like, is he pulling the, he must be pulling the, with his pinky, but then he's like bending it like this, like this. And that's really weird. Yeah. Cause it's like inside the boot. Right. Yeah. And so like he either has a giant boot, which yeah, he could have. Could be. Yeah. Yes. Just, or yeah. yeah, he's doing some sort of hand contortioning or it's a movie and they didn't care. Yeah. They're like, this will be fun. <laughs> fun kill. Yeah. I mean, that's what it was yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I guess a boot could be that way. And then he could do like this. Oh, sure. I don't know. It's fine. Yeah. It's a tough shot. I'm not going to worry about it too much. I mean, it just proves that he's a superior gunman. To the henchmen, yeah. Yeah. Totally owned those henchmen. Yeah. I like like the... Was the only motivation of the rich railroad guy that he wanted to go see the ocean? Yeah, he wanted to go coast to coast. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Like, he's just, like, kind of dying on the train. Yeah. Yeah, because he has, like... uh, I don't think it's cerebral palsy, but he he says Mm -hmm. it's, like, palsy of something. Sure, sure. Um, I don't know. I didn't catch it. Yeah, so he's just, like, a rich guy who wants to go to the... He wants to go From ocean to ocean. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But then, like, yeah, so then the payoff of that is, like, he's dying, and he, like, goes to that puddle. Yeah. Then he hears the waves again. Yeah. So he's at peace. No, he's not. Yeah. He's kind of an asshole, though. Yeah. He's a huge asshole. You feel bad for him. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he didn't get his way. Yeah, that's true. It's always uh, bad. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, wait. Uh, so when 
harmonica is first captured by Frank and they first see him, we get the, the first of the motif of the blurry person emerging from the desert that plays a couple more times. Mm. You know, Frank, uh-huh. yeah, and, yeah. Mm-hmm. which is the reveal of the backstory of harmonica. Because right, we don't right, know right, why right. harmonica is trying to kill Frank. Yeah. Um, but I really enjoy that, like as a recurring, mm-hmm. like, you know, it happens every so often when they meet. Right. Um, and you're like, who is that? What's happening? Like at first right. I thought you, it was going to be harmonica coming out of Coming desert. out of the desert, yeah. Yeah, but it turns out to be a young Frank. A young Frank. Yeah, which looked really freaky looking. Like, he looked weird in that for some reason. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they just used makeup. Yeah, like I mean, they just, the, like, put a wig on him. Yeah. Um, or maybe they colored his hair. Yeah, Probably just then he wig. had, like, a really creepy smile, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was, it, was, yeah it was great. It was, it was cool. And also a, an interesting way to reveal the backstory. Like, he doesn't, mm-hmm. like, Harmonica doesn't have a big speech or anything. Yeah, there's no We're just e- transported no exposition, as, yeah. Yeah, as they stare each other down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is also, yeah, so he wants to kill Frank because Frank set him and his brother up as a two-person human peri- uh, pyramid. Yeah. And uh, his brother was also attached to a noose. Mm-hmm. So you know, gotta with get like creative a, with, with your like kills. The thinnest, thinnest rope possible. Yeah, it was a very thin rope. <laughs> it's like, a, oh god, is that even gonna hold them? Yeah. but yeah. it does. Yeah, and then the brother dies. Yeah, sadly. And Frank puts a harmonica in his mouth. Did the brother kick him, or did he? Just, I think like, fall over from exhaustion. This time watching it, I think the brother did like kick him away mm. to just let him die. Right, let himself die. Yeah, that was that was because they're not I getting out of that situation. Yeah. yeah, and then Frank just lets him. Let's him become, let's Harmonica grow to be his own worst enemy. Yeah, he really uh, Batman and Jokered him. Yep, yep, created <laughs> his own worst enemy. Yeah, I want to I want to create that as a phrase. He really Batman and Jokered him. It's not a good phrase. You should you should let it go. It's too long. It's no, too it's long. great. All right, he really B and J'd him. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. What's next? What do I have next? Um, oh yeah. So it turns out that uh, yeah, Jill gets a delivery of lumber, and so mm-hmm. she finally puts it all together. Uh, but I mean, Frank does she is, put it together. Oh, she does. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, she rushes back to the house to see the um, right to see the uh, the station. Yep. Uh, little model thing. Yep. But Frank has beat her there. Yep. And then uh, he captures her. So then Frank turns against the train guy. Yeah, um, and is no longer his partner. Yeah, and the train guys, but like, why? <sighs> I've crutched my way all the way out here. Yeah, to reason with you. Yeah, um, yeah, which is another sort of like interesting plot wrinkle mm-hmm. that Frank turns against him, and then eventually Frank's own men are bought off by the train guy <laughs> to kill him. Yeah, so it's like everybody's just double crossing everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Harmonica saves him. Yeah. More or less. Because he wants to kill him. Yeah. He doesn't want anybody else to kill him. Yeah. But he has, like, he's, he doesn't say that. He's like, well, yeah. Because he yeah. doesn't say those things. Yeah. He's like, I didn't let him die. Those are different yeah. things. Something like that. Which is like, which is like cool. And at the same time, it's yeah. like, ah, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, and yeah. So, uh, yeah. He, Frank, uh, captures Jill and then he also rapes her, which mm. that wasn't great. And that was pretty unnecessary. Yes. Yeah. Again, a movie from the late 60s. Yeah. And also I realistic to the time period it was covering too, yeah, probably. But like, I don't, I don't like that excuse so much. Yeah. It's not a great excuse. Because you don't need to write it like that. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know just because something happened doesn't right. mean that you need to depict it. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, but then he uh, uses her to sell her own land off. Yeah. Because uh, that's faster rigged, than, yeah. than marrying her and, and taking her the yeah. land. Which, like, I mean, is it? <laughs> like, couldn't you just be like, hey, Judge, we're getting married now. Yeah. It probably like, would have been suspicious, though, if they get married and then the next day her body turns well, up. Well, he wouldn't desert. have to murder her. He said that she would yeah, make she'd a great... run away, try to tell some authorities or something. Yeah, maybe. You know, who oh, knows? Man. Yeah, yeah, I, I think can. it's a good choice to sure. try to auction it off. Yeah, Because, yeah, like, yeah. what yeah. could go wrong, like, from his perspective? Right, yeah. He's, 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 he's already intimidating. other detectives on the case. Yeah, he's already intimidating everyone at the auction to yeah. keep the bid super low. Yep. Yeah. Um. Let's see, yeah. Uh, yeah, so then, um, oops. Yeah, it's Harmonica breaks up the auction mm-hmm. by bidding 5000 And yep. his 5000 is in Cheyenne. <laughs> yep. That's great. I like that. <laughs> a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, they have a they have a little great uh, exchange as uh, they're coming down the steps. That eventually ends with uh, there were no dollars in those days, and then uh, Cheyenne says, "But sons of bitches, <laughs> yeah." That was great. Just like the whole delivery of that line, yeah, was so good. Yeah, yeah. again, the acting in this is great. The acting is the performances are. What really do you good. of the three uh, gunmen? Who is your favorite? Frank, three- Cheyenne, or Harmonica? Harmonica. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, he he doesn't need to say anything. Yeah. He's just playing his harmonica. Just a badass. Yeah. And like he's just got a like, kind of a weird smile on half the time. Yeah. And he's just he just looks cool. Yeah. Yep. Uh, what about of their hats? Which hat would you take? I don't know. Because like Cheyenne's is sort of like a brown, right? Yeah. It's just yeah. It's a regular brown. And, and then the black hat, for and Frank. Black and then Frank and like uh, a kind of tan. Yeah. White, white kind of dirty. Like white. rolled up on the edges a little bit. Yeah, I didn't love the rolled up on the edges. Yeah, part. I didn't like that either. I like Frank's, I guess. Yeah, Frank's is a pretty cool one. Yeah, yeah, because it's just a straight brimmed black. Yeah, classic. Yep. I don't think I could pull it off though. So yeah, probably not. Yeah. Uh, what type of hat are you? Write in to howaboutpod at gmail dot com. Yeah. Um, Let us know what sort of hat you'd like to wear. Yeah, in the old yeah. west specifically. Yeah. <laughs> um but up let's see yeah so that all happens um and then um yeah so when frank arrives though to confront the deal gone bad the auction gone bad we get another motif of that coming in um out of the desert thing yeah yeah um because he's I don't have anything to say yeah because he knows. Yeah. He knows that he's, uh, he's close. Yeah. Yeah, and then he has a standoff with his men because mm-hmm. uh, the train guy has bought them off. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah. You got um, anything else? Well, I just want to say, let's see. The railroad reaches Sweetwater. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cheyenne returns for his coffee with Jill, yeah. which is a fun... Just cute, uh, sort yeah. of. Yeah. I mean, as cute as it gets. And then uh, we get the duel between Frank and Harmonica. Yeah. Which is great. Like, we get the full playing of the theme of those two yeah. musically as they do a standoff. And this was a great standoff, but not the best Leone standoff. Because the best yeah. one is in The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, sure. which is a three-person standoff. And, like, there's even a... I watched a... Um, uh, it wasn't actually on YouTube, but it was, like, a video essay on Vimeo mm-hmm. about that it was, like... The editing of that is actually mathematical. Oh, sure. It's really interesting. Yeah. Um, just like the tension of how people and like the geography of where people are. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, the, the music of this one is really great. Uh, and then that's where we get the reveal of 
harmonica's whole backstory. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we get the rest of it. Yeah. It's not just him walking sort yeah. of closer. But, yeah. Um, great. How, did, how did Frank miss? Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, it's, I yeah. think it was just the draw. Sure. Because the bullet travels so fast that yeah. if you don't shoot it. Yeah. Harmonica sure. shot through Frank's bullet. Or he like, not true. or he like even pulled the trigger. And he, Frank got hit before he even pulled the trigger. Yeah, maybe because he does spin. Yeah, when he gets hit, so maybe mm-hmm. that was uh, maybe that threw a shot game, off. Yeah. Or he's just old, you know. Yeah, he's an old yeah, man. He's an old, he's an old gun. At this point, old men are. Uh, not yeah. Good so, at but stuff. I like that whole when Frank is dying, he goes to like put his gun back in his holster and he right. misses, mm-hmm. but it like doesn't seem to matter because he's dying. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he gets the reveal of who harmonica is because harmonica puts the harmonica, harmonica in, in his, his mouth, mouth and then he, rem- he and he's like it. oh he's like oh shit yeah yeah good times yeah yeah um let's see yeah we already talked about that's the end yeah and then uh yeah yeah well cheyenne dies at the end because he runs into morton randomly morton shoots him because he was scurred Mm-hmm. And so Cheyenne's dead, and uh, Harmonica rides off into the sunset, and Jill brings those guys water. Yeah. That's the end of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Anything more to say? Um, no, not really. Okay. It's, a, it's a very good movie, yeah. um, but again, it's a very old movie. Yeah. And uh, it takes a certain mindset to like really appreciate what's happening. Yeah. Um, and in fact, like if you have listened to this whole thing and haven't watched the movie, I think maybe listening to this would be a good reason for you to go watch it. Yeah, because it's very visual, it's very audi- mm-hmm. auditory. Mm-hmm. Um, it just has a lot. There's a lot of stuff that goes on, but it's like everything kind of unfolds very slowly. Yeah. Um, and so you're, it's like kind of weird. Yeah. And um, it might even be a good candidate to like, once you start getting bored, maybe set it down, yeah. pick it up mm-hmm. the next day. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think it's, yeah, I don't know. I really, it's, it's, really it's, like it's, it. it's definitely worth a watch. Yeah. I can't, I can't not recommend it. Yeah. And this is the movie that got me into Leone. Sure. Sure. As a filmmaker, really. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I haven't watched a ton. I've only watched the good, the bad and the ugly also. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he hasn't made a ton of movies, but he's great. And uh, Ennio Morricone, one of his greatest scores ever. He also did the score to The Thing, which we talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's like an all-time great composer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just like... Just a bunch of badasses. Yeah. Yeah. Firing on all cylinders. Yeah. Literally and figuratively. Because they only had that one cylinder. <laughs> yeah. Each. Um, let's see. Yeah, I guess that's it from us. Yeah. Uh, let's rate it. What's your rating, Carvin? Um, seven and a half. Okay. Yeah, I think uh, it's it's. I'd have to watch it again to really appreciate everything that was going on. I think. Yeah. And so, like in this particular watch, um, you know, there's just so much happening, but also not happening. Yeah. Um, that it's hard to like because you're waiting for the story to unfold, right? And so, right. and it unfolds very deliberately. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Okay. Seven at times half. it feels at times it feels slow and boring. Mm-hmm. But then you're I like, mean, oh, it it's an old movie. yeah, it's slower. Yeah. And then like you know, like things will happen, and you're like, I don't really like that. Like when yeah. Joe gets raped, and it's yeah. like, that's not fun. Yeah. 
but again, you know, old movie times yeah. times they was a different yeah old movie about an old time period. Anyways, yeah. what about you, Jared? Uh, yeah, this is a ten for me. Ten out of ten. I really really like it. Yeah, this is one of those movies that I want to go watch it on a big screen someplace. Yeah, again, we could we could go watch it. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna do that. Maybe it's happen. Not. It's it's like a four hour movie. It's, a, it's, a, it's a all not even a yeah. three hour it's movie. Two hours. Two forty five. Two forty five. Yeah, it's like the length of Avengers and Gone Girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Which I watched again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, t- uh, second viewing. How, how anything change? No, it's still a very good movie. Yeah. Um, it's less, it feels, the pacing feels less bad. Yeah. I think on the second time, because you know I feel like happen. that's a part of slower movies is that mm-hmm. the more you watch them, the less you notice how slow they are. Possibly, yeah. Because you're doing less anticipating right. and more just being patient. Right, yeah. If that makes any sense? Yeah, because you're like, oh... It's slow right now, but there's a great moment coming up. Yeah. Like, I think that's how I'll, I'll treat this movie where, like, yeah, like, when you're kind of, like, watching Jill, like, ride around in that cart. Yeah. Talking to that guy with the really weird accent. Yeah. You're like, what is, what is, kind of, what is going on? Yeah. Like, what's happening? Yeah. But, like, and on a rewatch, I'd be like, oh, but the, the laundry mat, laundromat scene is coming up. Yeah. And that scene is fucking awesome. Yeah. So, again, I think I would appreciate everything that's happening more upon a rewatch. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great. Yeah, it's an it's an epic too, mm-hmm, for sure. Um, yeah. All right. Um, okay, so we have a choice here. Mm-hmm. We have a movie coming up for Movie Club, which mm-hmm. is There Will Be Blood. Yeah. Do you want to do a movie before that of your picking? Uh, when is when is that? I don't the discussion is this Sunday. This Sunday? Yeah. I mean, in terms of the podcast, we don't have to. Yeah. Uh, no, let's just do that okay. so that I don't forget things. Right. Cool. I, yeah. I'm a very busy boy. Yeah. God damn it. Everyone's everyone's demanding my attention, including my dogs who are yep. now scrounging around for food. They're wandering around, yeah. They're looking for food. I yep. need to feed them. All right. This is a good time as any to call it quits. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Jared, why don't you uh, send us off? Yeah. Uh, follow us on... Uh, Twitter and Instagram at HowAboutPod. Email us at HowAboutPod at gmail.com. Uh, you can also follow us on Facebook now. It's Facebook.com slash HowAboutPod, and that will lead you to the page of ours. Um, but, uh, but, 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 yeah, let's see. Yeah, next week is uh, There Will Be Blood. So another long, old Western movie type thing. Yeah. All right. Ta-ta for now. Kevin, you want to say goodbye? You want to pick up that mic and say goodbye? Bye. All right. See you guys later.